Greetings, listener, and thank you for joining us for episode 65 of Your Best Health with Dr. Chris Banning. It's a rainy day here in beautiful White House, Tennessee, but we are doing good. Dr. Banning is right here with me. How are you, sir? Hey, I'm doing great. Um, We just had some good coffee together, and... Now we're ready to do our podcast. Let's do it. All right, let's go. What's our uh, What's our subject today, Doctor? Um, well, uh, there's a there's a book called The Theory of Everything by Michael Polan. Um, he's a journalist. Um, I like reading books from journalists. He's like an investigational journalist. So oh, he gets I love down those. to the nitty gritty stuff and gets gets into the nonfiction aspect of nutrition um, and things like that. So. Um, they anyhow, so he's made, got some good books. I, they, I really like his stuff. Uh, they made a book. I mean, a movie out of this in 2014, The Theory of Everything. Uh-huh. Yeah. And we're going to talk about The Theory of Everything. But chances are really good if you had breakfast this morning, you fall under this theory of everything. Okay. You do. For yeah. those people that had cereal or uh, just bought some food from the grocery store and it's packaged, you fall under that. So processed food. Yes. Yeah, so there's a theory of everything now, and I can I know this through family members that are farmers. Um, I, I, we'll just talk kind of a little bit about this, but I have a a brother-in-law who is very intelligent and very just very industrious, and uh, he was a farmer. Um, he went into farming because he loved farming, and he had like over 200 acres. And uh, his grandfather got him into farming. And so he kind of worked with his grandfather for a while. And then his grandfather passed away. And then he, he turned, his grandfather turned it over to, to Paul. And uh, so Paul's farming for a while. And uh, one thing he told me, he says, there's times when you don't make any money. But the government comes along and sweetens the pot. The government subsidies, he said, uh, really made him lose interest in farming because Paul is somebody that he wants to make it on his own. He wants to make money. You know what I'm saying? When you're in business for yourself, um, if you're selling widgets or whatever you're doing, you want them to be good quality. Number one, you want them to be profitable. Right. And you don't want somebody saying, oh, yeah, you didn't make any money because, you know, you didn't get anything for your corn or your soy or wheat or your beans. So we're going to just go ahead and give you this extra amount of money. It's a government subsidy. So the government's subsidizing wheat, corn, soy. Um, and what does that do? Where does that go? goes into our food supply, everything that we eat. Okay. Okay. So while this is going on, they're also genetically modifying the strains. They are modifying them and, and cross crossbreeding them so they are pesticide resistant, drought resistant, radiation resistant, all these things which are wonderful because they can put pesticides on them and they won't die. Or there's no insect that'll eat them. You know, and so what ends up happening is we're getting you know, again, the theory of everything says all this stuff is going into the food supply, the agribusiness, the manufacturing food. It's even going into petroleum and plastics. And so we're paying for this. Yeah. <laughs> we're paying for it with our taxes, and the government is subsidizing it, just like ethanol, high fructose corn syrup. So, and we're going to get into it in a little bit more detail, but uh, Michael Poulan talks about the theory of everything, how 
all this big, you know, corn, soy, uh, wheat, all that stuff is subsidized by the taxpayers. We didn't vote for it or anything. No. That's that's what it is. Yeah. And so what's happening is you have, like we talked about wheat, the modern wheat, and how horrible it is for you a couple of podcasts ago. Yeah. Well, reference that. Listen to that. That's happening with everything, with all the the food. And so all this food's going into, you know, it's going into your Cokes. It's going into your soft drinks. It's going into your packaged foods, your crackers, your cereal. I can't say I, I, what all is in there. Your, your chips, anything that's packaged or processed that you buy, your cake mixes, all that stuff. It's the theory of everything. So we're basically, I'm getting ahead of myself, but the price of vegetables is going up. I know. That okay? drives me crazy. Why is that? Because it's not government subsidized. It's real food. Okay? Yeah. What's stayed down? You look at the price of beef, chicken, pork, poultry, all that stuff. Those prices are stable. I can remember. Now, that we're, we're actually subsidizing the soft drink industry. Oh, that's sad. I remember when I worked at Kmart in Troy, Michigan. The price of a two-liter Coke was 99 cents. I remember because I had to unload those things and stock them. Get the end cap all good. What does a two-liter go for now? About 99 cents. 99 cents. It is government subsidized. Guess what goes in there? Corn. Corn. High fructose corn syrup. Rocket fuel. Horrible for the brain. Very addicting. And, And lots of other chemicals, too. So this is the theory of everything that he talks about. Am I making sense? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's, I want to make you've sure got, not, you've piqued my interest. I can get on a rabbit trail sometimes. So so anyhow, um, so one of my favorite lectures to listen to is Dr. Dan Murphy, and he travels the world and he just he's he's fascinating. He does he looks at research. This is a book that he looked at, and so there's a thing called the Key Quartet. Um, and I've read this book as well. But uh, the key quartet to fighting off some of this stuff um and and i've talked about it i've talked about it talked about it to our patients but omega-3 fats okay um what happens is omega-6 fats which is in the wheat the corn the, the soy that we and and the dairy and the meat because these animals are being fed all this stuff too the meat is being fed omega-6 mm fats which is in animals that eat omega-6 food like wheat corn soy yeah and we've discussed the dangers of omega-6 on previous podcasts now it's an essential fatty acid don't get me wrong our body needs it but we're getting way way too much of it there's a balance between omega-3 and omega-6 that the body has to maintain to be um healthy and with the standard american diet the sad um, you know, there's people that have a ratio of 20 omega-6 fats to 1 omega-3, which causes severe inflammation. It causes severe mental illness. Um, it causes scattered brains. Um, in fact, I, I've got an article here. We'll go over how it affects the crime rate and violence. Wow. Yeah. But anyhow, let's go on with the, the key quartet with the theory of everything. Um so this is just a quote out of his book. Most modern people are boiling pots of inflammation, hot, steaming, churning cauldrons of disordered, chaotic, inflammatory responses. 
That sounds gross. <laughs> now, this was uh, Michael Poulin actually quoting William Davis, who's a cardiovascular doctor. He wrote the book called Wheat Belly. And so this is a cardiovascular doc, okay? All right. Remember we talked about Cheerios, how they're heart healthy? Not. (laughs) (laughs) They're able to say that because there's just a little thing they add that research says helps, but there's so much other stuff that causes heart problems with those uh, processed cereals. But uh, anyhow, you need to be taking about 3,000 to 3,600 milligrams a day of omega-3 fat. Now, how do you get that? Um, You get it through a supplement or you eat healthy fish, but really... We've got it here at the office. We've got state-of-the-art, cutting-edge, good EPA and DHA. Okay? Okay. Um, They both serve functions. Um, The DHA is for structural support. Your brain, majority of your brain is fat. Your nerves are insulated with fat. So when my brother calls me a fathead, he's serious. Yeah. (laughs) He's he's referring to your healthiness. (laughs) Your robust, your robustness. Yes. Yeah. I'm going to take it as a compliment from yeah. now on. So, uh, and the EPAs actually can can affect mood disorders. Okay. Okay. So, you, you can actually get um, this fish oil. Now, it's not really fish oil because they've, they've, they've increased, they can increase the EPA or the DHA based on what your patient needs. But you can get it for mood support or you can get it for reducing inflammation or you can get it for both. But the omega-3-6 ratio... If it's like, it should be about three to one. There should be about, uh, excuse me, one to three. You should have about one part of omega-3 to uh, three parts of omega-6. And um, sadly, it's not that way. If you if your kids are eating goldfish, <laughs> yeah, um, look, look at what we're eating, you know. So, and we're talking about the crackers, not the fish. Cracker, yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. If your kids are eating real goldfish, we got a different problem. Uh-huh. So anyhow, um, the other one is, uh, the other side of this is, hey, take some omega-3 fats to manage your inflammation in your body, to manage your joint pain. Not many people think of that, but let me give you a reason to think about that. Okay. Oh, NS- NSAIDs, that's an abbreviation for non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs. People that take it for rheumatoid arthritis and osteoarthritis conservatively causes 16,500 Americans to bleed to death each year. Good grief. Making NSAIDs the 15th most common cause of death. New England Journal of Medicine, 1999. Wow. Now listen, I've actually known people that this has happened to. I had a friend who had a dry socket, and he was just eating ibuprofen, eating it up. He went to McDonald's. And he passed out. He went to the bathroom. He sat on the toilet, and he, he bled out. Oh, my gosh. And it's from those those NSAIDs that he was taking. Okay? Um, so look at the opportunity cost. Look, you could take fish oil. It would be good for you. It would reduce inflammation, and you could get off the drugs, the painkillers. Okay? This is my area because I get people that come in with all these medications that are taken. Yeah. And, man, if you could just do fish oil. Here's another, another little... Uh, uh, tidbit here. Um, the Journal of Surgical Neurology states that patients suffering from chronic pain related to degenerative spinal disease uh, 
that 59%, according to this study they, they did, can eliminate their need for pain medication by consuming adequate levels of omega-3 fat. Okay? Okay. Um, here's another one about Tylenol. This is the New England Journal of Medicine, 1994. 1,000 capsules of Tylenol in a lifetime double the risk of end-stage kidney disease. Wow. Yeah. Have you ever seen, uh, you know, the dialysis places? They're, they're full all the time. Yeah. They're constantly building them. So the best reason to get onto fish oil is, number one, to reduce inflammation, to help with mood support. But the other side of the equation is you can replace your NSAIDs with fish oil and be healthier. That's because most pain comes from inflammation. And fish oil reduces... Yeah, and this is part of the theory of everything, inflammation. Yeah. Okay. So uh, this is one of the key aspects of, we call it inflammaging. Get it? Uh, Yeah. Instead of inflammation, (laughs) inflammaging. A lot of people think they're getting older, but they're inflamed. Now, to look at somebody that's inflamed, what you got to do is just look at their face and look at their eyes, look at their cheeks, look at their neck, look at their ankles. If they have cankles, Mm -hmm. if their eyes are swollen, if they got red on their skin they're they're there yeah yeah and chances are that person has issues with digestion they have horrible periods um they may even have prostate issues but that's the drive that's one of the drivers to cancer Mm. okay inflammation okay all right so vitamin d is fascinating um a couple of tidbits about vitamin d vitamin d is like uh it travels through your blood and your tissues like a Wi-Fi signal, okay? And this vitamin D with a Wi-Fi signal travels inside of your cells. Okay. When it's in your cells, it binds to a receptor uh, molecule that's, uh, well, it's called the vitamin D receptor. That's pretty heavy. It? That's, <laughs> that's easy to remember right there. Yeah. If, I'm, if I'm being tested, I'll remember that one. Exactly. And so <laughs> what happens is, this allows the vitamin D to enter the nucleus of the cell where all the DNA is, where all the gene, genetic material is, where the instructions are on how this cell is to act. Okay? Okay. And so it can turn on over 900 genes. Some are for bone metabolism. Some are for building new brain cells, for creating new connections and synapses. Um, some are for destroying disease and sick cells and so some will even suppress tumor formation some reduce inflammation okay so one can see that vitamin d is is a lot more than a vitamin it's like a hormone so it's really critical for keeping your synapses functioning that's the connections um I mean, it's unbelievable how many synapses. When, when we talk about Alzheimer's disease, vitamin D is critical. You've got to have vitamin D um, to be healthy. If you don't, you're just not going to be healthy. You're going to be struggling with a lot of a lot of health issues, thriving issues, actually. So vitamin D, vital. Vital D. There you go, vital D. That's a good name <laughs> for a vitamin there. Yeah. Uh, the good news about vitamin D is it's not expensive. Um, you just take five, what they call 5,000 international units of vitamin D3 daily. 
Um, and, so, and there's there is a difference between the vitamin D I get from you and the vitamin D I get from my local retailer, big yeah. box store. Yeah, I'm sure there is. Vitamin D is so cheap; it's so readily available. There's no excuse for you not to have vitamin D. Okay. All right. Um, so, you know, so so people that have issues with their gut, IBS, Crohn's, um, ileitis, all those things where you get the leaky gut and inflamed gut. Um, you know, when you get holes poked in your gut, mm. um, there's actually gut stem cells that can repair the gut lining. But if they don't have vitamin D, it will not repair the gut lining. So here's something here. It's in the Annals of Epidemiology 2009. Oh, I read that. You did? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I gave it five stars on Amazon. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, so, so anyhow, did you know that supplementing with vitamin D has the potential to reduce cancer risk by 75%? I did not know that. That was in the Annals of Epidemiology 2009. Now, you read it, but you... I didn't absorb that. You need to highlight that. Part. Yeah, I didn't have enough vitamin D to remember that. Oh, oh gosh. Um, here's something here um, by Walter Willette, MD, the Harvard Medical School Guide to Healthy Eating, Eat, Drink, and Be Healthy. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah. Um, he goes on to say here that that you rarely need calcium supplementation if you have adequate levels of vitamin D. And excessive calcium is actually a health hazard. We're going to go over that in a little bit. But, you know, it's just amazing how, you know, you think, well, I need one thing or I need another thing. But actually, you know, the way your body works is your your omega-3, your vitamin D, your calcium, magnesium all work together to get omega-3 inside of your cells and reduce inflammation. So... This is the thing. I mean, the the fool seasons. I mean, I'm, the flu season is coming up. Those birds are going to be flying around here. I mean, it's the fall, right? It is fall. Rain, cold yeah. weather. That's right. And so we're experiencing a bit of that today. Exactly. So if you take omega three fats with vitamin D, magnesium, that's way better than the flu shot. Oh yeah. Yeah. I agree 100%. It is. You know, and we were talking a couple of weeks ago about they're giving them away. Flu shots. Well, see, now they're giving you money. Yes, I was, that's what I'm I was about thinking, to say. I saw a sign. Me? $5 well, if you get a flu shot. What kind of a scam is this? <laughs> if we wait long enough, there's no telling how much money we're going to get <laughs> to get these flu shots. What you do know, you and, do for a living? So, I'll take a flu shot. Yeah. So who all wants the government to be in charge of their health? I don't want my government to be in charge of anything except my roads. And, well, know, yeah, there's, there's certain things police. that I would love my government to take care of, but my health and forcing me to make decisions, is, yeah, health decisions, is not one that I want. No. Okay? No. Um, I can take care of my health. I work at it. Um, I'm not a threat to anybody else. Um, so, so the thing is, is on these vaccinations, there's a term called Ross Less Liquitor. Okay. We talked about that, didn't we? So... If uh, someone got killed in your house and it looked like it was a knife wound and then you open up your cereal to eat your Cheerios that, that reduce heart disease <laughs> um, and you find a bloody knife in there, yeah, that's evidence. Yes, it is. That's evidence. It speaks for itself. 
Okay. So this Ross Les Liquitor, I'm, I'm probably butchering. It's a Latin term, which means speaks for itself. It's a legal term. You don't need a witness. You don't need anybody. So if you look at the ingredients of a package and it has toxics, toxic poisons in it, it's probably not good to get injected in your body or to eat. No, I don't want poison so, in my body. So this still remains one of the best things we've got going with our medications, with vaccinations, and with food that we're eating. It speaks for itself. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, it, everybody just gets all up in arms about it. And it's like, hey, look at the ingredients. Let's just start there. It's just the ingredients that I don't agree with. I don't like mercury in my bloodstream. No. I don't like it anywhere around me or near me. Yeah. You can call it ethyl mercury. Oh, that's not as toxic. <laughs> right. <laughs> do the research. Get in there. Do the nitty-gritty research and tell me about it. Tell me that friction doesn't increase mercury gases from your fillings tell me that heat changes temperature changes uh, don't do that they do that causes mercury gas so what do you do when you chew we just had coffee yeah we just chewed we chew on a fat kind of so that's how ethyl mercury gets out of your fillings and it's right next to your brain okay so why would you want to inject that stuff so the flu vaccine is is the only vaccine According to the CDC that I looked up, that still has mercury. That's crazy. And they're giving it away for free. Or paying you to take it. I'm telling it. you, and I'm scratching my head. <laughs> the thing is, if something doesn't make sense, stop. Stop right I there I, I didn't and try to, to figure it out. Don't worry if you're going to offend anybody. You're responsible for your own health and your kid's health. Not according to Obama. <laughs> I'm sorry. Did I say that? Did I say you that did. on mic? I didn't mean to. Yeah. Anyhow. Um, so, I apologize. I did not mean to get you get you no, so riled up. <laughs> you're good. You're good. Okay, got the wire off. All right. So, um, so let's keep going here. Uh, magnesium is incredible. Now, with magnesium, if you don't have enough magnesium, you're there's a really good chance that you're going to have issues with nerve function and brain function as you get older. It's not just today. It's the deficit. It's been rolling that way for a long time. It's not like, oh, I got deficient today in magnesium. You know, <laughs> it keeps going and going. So the theory of everything again, what's happening to the soil of these big farms? It's getting depleted. Depleted, right. Yeah. So what do we mean depleted? So if you look at depleted soil and they're trying to grow broccoli and yeah. you're eating that food, it's depleted. Yeah, there's no, no yeah. nutrients So we available. continue to eat foods from 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 agribusiness from manufactured genetically modified that are void of nutritional content or they say it's got content but it's it, it is also toxic because the soil is it's it's a vacuum yeah you know and so there again the theory of everything Okay, so as we continue to get older, we have these nutritional deficiencies. Magnesium is one of them. Magnesium, um, it's in the soil, you know, and the plants pull it up and, you know, um, you eat that and magnesium is just so good. But magnesium is, is it's called, it's a, it's a cofactor. What it means is it is a participant for the activity of seven to 800 enzymes in your body that require um, magnesium. I mean, that's what they know of. Yeah, that's that's amazing. Yeah. Um, some other things that are fascinating about magnesium. 
Um, it's essential for the absorption of metabolism of calcium and vitamin D. See how these work together and partner? Yeah. So when you're taking massive amounts of vitamin C that you'd never see in nature, that's, that's not what you need. You need every day you need a little bit of everything. And that's what whole food is all about. Yeah. And you can't get that with, you know, with, with where we're at with our food. So... Did you know calcium cannot build bones up or prevent osteoporosis? Now, wait enough, a minute. Without enough magnesium, it can't. Now, I didn't learn that with my food pyramid. Yeah. I just heard drink milk and lots of it. Yeah. <laughs> and eat wheat. <laughs> yeah. Um, in Science News, 2016, July 23rd, look this up. Chronic low back, excuse me, chronic lower grade inflammation wreaks so much havoc on the tissues that some researchers believe inflammation is aging. It's the same thing. I was just telling our listeners to look it up. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm looking it up. Yeah, so, so remember we talked about inflammation. We're calling it inflammaging. Yes. That's pretty, pretty good, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. So the listeners heard it from us first, right? Inflammaging. First. Okay, yeah. Yes. So everybody starts using that, you know. Inflammaging. Yeah. Um, so the most common cause of high blood pressure are magnesium deficiency and calcium excess. I did not know that. I will. I'm learning myself. Um, calcium overload is one of the main causes of inflammation. Magnesium is a key anti-inflammatory because you can neutralize calcium with magnesium dramatically reducing your levels of inflammation. So you know what a a calcium channel blocker is that's 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 blood pressure medication think of magnesium as a calcium channel blocker okay okay all right so if you have high blood pressure it can help you lower your blood pressure um if you're taking cold medications those can cause problems with brain function but they can also cause high blood pressure i didn't know that yeah yeah. Because I will take. Now, the last time I had a cold, I used um, uh, homeopathic remedy uh-huh. um, from the health food store. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And it worked. Yeah. So here's something else. Um, Mildred Selig, medical doctor, he says most modern heart disease, he's a, he's a heart doctor more than likely, is caused by magnesium deficiency. The diet of the industrial world is short on magnesium and is causing an epidemic of heart disease in the modern world. This is because of the industrial soil that's depleted. Okay. Um, low magnesium levels adversely affect the heart and blood vessels. Um, the, the blood vessels, the muscles inside the blood vessels, uh, specifically the arteries, need uh, a healthy amount of magnesium to help relax properly after each contraction. Believe it or not, your arteries actually have the ability to constrict and to contract and, and open. So your nervous system can actually, if there's a certain bo- part of your body that is not getting oxygen, your, your brain can actually take the main artery that goes to that bed of cells or tissues and dilate it. Oh, okay. And increase the flow to that part of your garden. Hmm. Okay. All right. So it's amazing. So there's sometimes when your body does have high blood pressure and it's trying to get oxygen and nutrients to those tissues or they're going to die. Yeah. Okay. So when we 
just lower the blood pressure, you know, with a drug, I don't think that's as good as, say, if we're deficient in magnesium, taking magnesium. Because we take magnesium, the body's going to be like, oh, there's something I can use. Yeah. And then it goes through the natural process of not just lowering the blood pressure, but getting oxygen and nutrients to those tissues that are uh, that are starving. Mm, okay. Oxygen starved or nutrient starved. Um, so we're talking just about a few enzymes here. Um, there's an enzyme called lecithin cholesterol acetyl transferase. Wow. <laughs> okay, whatever. <laughs> but this is what you need to know. This enzyme converts LDL to HDL. Now, that's the good stuff. Yeah. The HDL, that's the happy. Yeah. The LDL, that's the low and mean and dirty. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's what really causes problems for you. Um, but magnesium is a necessary cofactor with this enzyme. Cholesterol measurements can actually be a reflection of magnesium status, not fat intake. Huh. Magnesium, flat out, prevents atherosclerosis. Okay. Okay. Yeah, there you go. I don't know what that is, but I don't want any of it. Atherosclerosis. Okay, so um, when you get placking inside of your arteries, see, your, your arteries should be distensible. They should be flexible. They should be elastic. Okay. Um, when you get placking in your arteries, the elasticity is lost. And so you're just pumping through a straight metal pipe. And there's muscles inside of those vessels that can constrict or expand based on what, what the needs are in the body. And so when you, you lose that, say it's your coronary arteries that are supplying your heart muscle. Um, when, when they lose their, um, their flexibility, um, when they lose the actual the inside of their, their the diameter, yeah, um, less blood flow, less oxygen to those tissues, the tissues become brittle. And you've heard of a plaque, haven't you? Sure. Yeah. You ever heard of it breaking off? Yes, I have. All right. So the plaque breaks off, and you know it. I mean, it's it's not going to kill you if it's going through. One of the places that the plaque will get caught is in between your uh, lungs, your pulmonary arteries. That's called a straddle plaque there. And that could keep you from breathing. But what happens, that plaque keeps moving. You know, it's eventually going to get to a small artery. Yeah. So eventually it might go into your carotids, Mm. you know, that go up to the brain. Then there's this little thing called the circle of Willis. It's just a circle of blood vessels that supply everything in your brain. Well, then it gets in them capillaries and you end up having a clot, like a stroke. And so magnesium is important for that. All right. Okay. So I got one more. Okay. All right. We talked about, what did we talk about? Talked about fish oil. We talked about magnesium. Um, what else we talk about? <laughs> well. Fish oil, magnesium. Vitamin D we talked about. Vitamin D. That was yep. the one I was missing. And then we're going to talk about vitamin K. Um, without vitamin K. It's called K2 through 4 and K2 through 7. Calcium is deposited in the arteries, in the joints, and in the kidneys. If you're on statin drugs, it's important to double the amount of vitamin K that you're on. And a statin drug would be a a cholesterol-reducing? Yes, exactly. Um, You know, and of course, be mindful about clotting issues and stuff with vitamin K. But vitamin K is just like in chlorophyll. Any green type of stuff. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I have a couple other things, and we'll, we'll, be, we'll be done here. Okay. Um, so we talk about aging. Um, we talk about vitality and longevity. 
And there's three things that contribute to this. Number one, we talked about inflammation with the omega-3 fats. Right. The ratio is off. That's a big one. Take the omega-3s. You know, get them here. Get them somewhere where it's good quality. Don't go to Walmart. The stuff comes from China. Mm-hmm. All right, so... So omega-3 fats are critical for reducing inflammation because you've got to get that ratio better. Yeah. Okay. Um, you can get a blood test for that, too, to check it. All right. So that's the big thing for inflammation. All right. The other thing is oxidation. So oxidation, the way oxidation works in reduction is if there's a free radical, if there's a toxin or a poison in your body that's unstable and you don't have enough vitamins or nutrients, like we talked about vitamin D or magnesium, things like that, zinc, it will destroy your tissues, the free radical or the poison or whatever it is in there, instead of destroying a vitamin, which can just be taken care of. That's, that's, what, that's what vitamins are, are for and nutrients are for. They're for getting rid of these free radicals in our body. Um, so, yeah, the, so what we got to do is have plenty of vitamins and nutrients and enzymes in our body. So how do you get that? You don't get it by eating the... The food that's grown by big business, that's what's, those are anti-nutrients. You get it by eating healthy vegetables. You get it by eating healthy animals, grass-fed animals that you find locally. Okay. But what about my box of cereal that says it's fortified with 45 vitamins and minerals? Those are sprayed industrial vitamins. <laughs> I'm fact, just, ascorbic I'm, acid is not vitamin C. Most I'm trying to get you that. going again. <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Um, so... So anyhow, I mean, it's it's so frustrating to have people come by and be so sick because of the foods they're eating, but then because of the medications they're taking, because the foods are causing issues with their health. And we've got so I work on that at my office. And so to this point, what I've what I've done, and I was telling my wife this morning, you know, this vitamin, it's called a standard process detox. It's so simple. It's loaded with organic, ground-up superfoods that you would never eat. You could go to the grocery store and you'd never find a lot of this stuff. It, it's it's so good. And so what I'll do is I'll take a, a tablespoon of it, put it in water, shake it up, and drink it. It tastes like chai. It tastes good. Mm. It's easy. I do it in the morning and the evening. And I have such an advantage on people because I have so much energy with this. I have so much health. It's not like it's... It's not causing any side effects. And so when we get patients in here to do the chiropractic care and then take this broad-based powdered supplement with organic foods, they do great. I'll give you an example. I, I know we're getting, getting short on time. Had a really sweet lady come in here. She could hardly walk, 90 pounds, dripping wet. Wow. Yeah, very tiny. And and most people don't realize it that there's lots of different techniques that I can use or that a chiropractor can use to tailor towards delicate people or towards people that are larger. So she comes in and she's 90 pounds. She can hardly walk. She's in a walker. She's been eating bread and cereal her whole life. Mm. That's what we were all taught, right? Right, yeah. Yeah. And so that's all she's been to. So I know this in my head. She's got osteoporosis. And I'm like, okay. Let's get you adjusted. So I know that's just not enough. It's not helping her as much as it could if we if were getting her off her bread. So I, I gave her that little handout on the bread and the grains, that, that podcast we talked about a couple a couple weeks ago. And then what I did is I gave her that supplement to take, and she just drinks it in the morning, drinks it in the evening. It's, it's actually a crude supplement for people that have challenged digestive tracts. She's had about nine surgeries. 
She has a routine. She weighs herself every morning. And I don't know how many times she's weighed herself in the morning and it's been the same weight, the same weight, the same weight. She said she gained two and a half pounds since she started that supplement. Wow. So this is what it does. It just gives the body what it needs. So if your body is deficient, is your body going to start signaling to increase brain synapses, increase nerve cells, increase healthy bone cells, or is it going to start not doing anything or making sick and disease cells? Right? All right. So your body has all these signals to make these cells, to make nerve cells, bone cells, all this stuff. That's how your body starts to make disease cells and cancer cells. That's how your immune system gets screwed up. So if you're deficient in nutrients, you're just setting yourself up. The longer you're deficient, the bigger your problem. And so uh, anyhow, I was kind of, maybe I was preaching too much. No, I don't think so. I think it was great. Okay. So that Uh, was our, uh, we'll say that was part one of our episode on the, uh, the theory of everything, which encapsulates everything so yeah. to speak and if you're interested in the uh, the detox diet that dr banning was just talking about not a diet the supplement give us a call at area code 615-672-7878 and we can get you set up with that even if you don't live in in uh, middle tennessee where we're located and speaking of that you can contact us on our website at whitehousechiropractic.com Or you can stop by and see us at 147 Raymond Hirsch Parkway in beautiful White House, Tennessee. And if you're located outside of of the area, like I said, call us at 615-672-7878 or send us a question via the website. Well, Dr. Manning, thank you so much for for this episode on the theory of everything. I thought it was interesting. Learned a lot. Well, good. I'm glad. I'm glad. And listener, we'll talk to you next week.